There's a way in which unless we know ourselves as fallen beings without him, we cannot experience the fullness of the abundance he seeks to give us. The reason is we see no good reason to change because we're all right as we are. It's absolutely true he is not consumed with sin. He's dealt with it in his son. But the Bible is full of references to it and in this particular psalm David uses three different Hebrew words to describe the state he finds himself in. He's in rebellion. He's sinned, that is he's fallen short of God's standard. And he recognises the corruption of his nature, his crookedness. I'm twisted completely out of shape, he says. That, of course, is what the fall did. And now David has come face to face with, face with himself, as he did in Psalm 51, the great psalm of repentance that contains his cry of dereliction when he was found out in his adultery with Bathsheba and his murder of her husband. He said this, Against you and above all, you have I sinned. Everything you say to me is infallibly true and your judgment conquers me. Lord, I've been a sinner from birth from the moment my mother conceived me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, another version says. He recognises who his crime was committed against and that he was born with this condition. It's lovely being in the secret place, but the light will find us out, be sure of that. All our self-deception about who we are will be exposed. We can't go there parading our self-righteousness. It's wonderful being there, but it's painful too. It's said, and I can endorse this from my own experience, that it is as we go on in our walk with God, we begin to discover just how much we needed salvation, just how twisted, weak and sinful we are. But God. At the point of salvation we recognised a need and as we continue we see just how twisted, weak and deceitful we really are. Not to condemn us, but to cause us to see how great a salvation we have, as Hebrews tells us. So we begin to bask in his grace and forgiveness and fall deeply in love with him. He who is forgiven much loves much, Jesus said. So the realisation of our corruption only serves to make us joyful and thankful people, thankful that we have a new start, joyful that we are forgiven. We praise him because he reached down and pulled us out of the miry pit of our own destruction. Psalm 40 He stooped down to lift me out of danger from the des desolate pit I was in, out of the muddy mess I'd fallen into. Now he's lifted me up into a firm, secure place and steadied me while I walk along his ascending path. How great is our God! Jesus said, you've hidden these things from the wise, but revealed them to babes. We have to develop a mind that's like a babe, a child, open and eager to learn and to be corrected, ready to receive everything Father wants to pour out on us. Not being able to receive is a terrible thing because it leaves us where we are. 
If you can't receive correction, for instance, you're left in your own mess, trying to sort everything out yourself, instead of dwelling in Psalms 32 and 91. And we've already seen what a safe place 91 is.